Dave is going to tell you why Tyler Boyd and Marquise Brown could be surprisingly good this year as we look at Dave's bold predictions. And welcome back to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I am Adam Azer with Dave Richard. And you will hear a lot more on these discussions on the full-length version of Fantasy Football Today, the Thursday episode. So, Dave, I talked about the two wide receivers, but I want to start with a running back, Josh Jacobs. You're not very high on him. Your bold prediction is that he will not finish as a top 24 running back. Well, I currently have him ranked as the 24th ranked running back in PPR. So I think he can get you that high. He can get you at the very fence of a number two fantasy running back. But yeah, I'm, I've been poo-pooing him all offseason. You think about the offensive line turnover, three new starters there. You talk about Kenyon Drake coming in. Raiders seem to like his catching ability. I like that he's good in short yardage and goal line situations. He was better statistically in that regard than Jacobs was last year. Jacobs has averaged 2.6 targets per game throughout his career anyway. And then you look at the Raiders schedule it's dreadful and it begins with week one and week two against the Ravens and the Steelers are you kidding me those are tough matchups he's going to get off to a slow start if he doesn't play well the Raiders have every reason in the world to put in Kenyon Drake ahead of Josh Jacobs and if he gets banged up Drake could also take his job that way I am almost certain that he will not reach the 1300 total yards that he's had the past couple of years and forget about 12 touchdowns. That's what he had last year. He had seven as a rookie. I'm thinking that might be where he ends up in 2021. All right, Marquise Brown. He's currently not even a top 40 wide receiver in average draft position, but you see some things that you like, and your bold prediction is that he'll he'll be a top 24 wide receiver and get off to a great start. And you can draft him as a number three or number four receiver as of ADP right now. Go look at his last six regular season games and two playoff games. He had 37 catches, 534 yards, and six touchdowns. You basically double that. That's 12 touchdowns. It's over 1,000 yards. It's over 70 catches. Yeah, that'll make a top 24 receiver in PPR or, honestly, in non-PPR if he gets 12 touchdowns. What the Ravens did with him in those last eight total games was shorten his average target depth. So they were using him a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. They were using him on crossing routes in the red zone. He was getting open easily. Jackson was hitting him in stride. It was a beautiful thing. And I know that the Ravens added Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. And yeah, they're going to take targets away from him. They're going to take targets away from everybody. But I still think he can get you right around seven targets per game. That's what he averaged in those last eight games. And I think he'll be effective. And even if he's not a number two receiver, you're drafting him, like I said, as a number three or number four. So there's not nearly as much risk involved as there would be normally. He and Mark Andrews have had basically half the touchdowns and half the targets for Baltimore. I mean, it's not exactly that, but it's it's pretty close to that uh, for Baltimore over the last two seasons. I, are you worried, though, that that his, let's say his touchdown share could go down? Because that's been something that Brown's been very good at. He catches touchdowns. Uh, but, but with Bateman, with Watkins, do you think that that's an issue? To me, Watkins doesn't matter. Um, Bateman, it could matter because he is a bigger type of target. He's a perimeter receiver. I am certain that they're going to try and work in the fade route a little bit more when they get in the red zone. But I, I, if he, even if he gets you to nine or 10 touchdowns, which I think is attainable, I, I don't think fantasy managers will mind. Tell me about Tyler Boyd. Your bold prediction is that he will be the best Bengals wide receiver uh, in PPR. Well, and he was on pace for 100 catches in the first nine games with... Joe Burrow last year, uh, over 100 catches, over 1,100 yards, not a ton of touchdowns. But that's the type of pace that I'm looking for. And when I did my schedule study, and I've done projected schedule studies for everybody basically in the league, I noticed that the Bengals have a tough schedule, especially against the past 
Burrow's going to see a lot of pass rush. The offensive line isn't great. He's going to have to get rid of the ball quickly. And a lot of the teams that they play have great outside corners, but some question marks when it comes to nickel corners. And that's the type of coverage that Boyd routinely sees because he's a slot receiver who catches balls close to the line of scrimmage. I'm thinking that volume is going to be in Tyler Boyd's favor. favor, And uh, he's going to get a lot of catches. And it's going to just compile into a lot of yardage not a sexy fantasy wide receiver but how about this in 10 games with joe burrow last year he gave you at least 15 ppr points in six of them i would imagine that that percentage actually increases in 2021 okay and he'll hear more about these on the full length show that's dave richard i'm adam azer make sure you're following us and streaming us on spotify wherever else you listen to podcasts thanks for listening we'll talk to you tomorrow on fantasy football today in five